Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Lily Devon had just stepped out of her shower when she heard the phone ring in her room at the Brown Palace Hotel. Her first thought was the hope that it might be Randy Lane, and her heart gave a little jump. She'd seen Randy yesterday, but their encounter hadn't been a very happy one from Lily's standpoint. She couldn't help feeling bitter as she listened to Aunt Mary's son telling her enthusiastically about all the time he'd been spending with Kit Calvert at the Huntsville Sanitarium. Lily had heard a lot about Kit, and most of it hadn't been good. She knew of Kit's cruelty to Peggy Douglas and of many other incidents which put Ben's daughter in a very bad light. But as a matter of fact, deep down in her heart, Lily knew she wouldn't have been happy to think of Randy Lane in connection with any woman. For Lily was deeply in love with Randy herself, and Randy treated her like an affectionate brother. Well, now Lily pads across the floor barefoot, eagerly picks up the phone receiver. Hello? Good afternoon, Mr. Vaughn. Oh. Oh, good afternoon. Do you know who this is? Well, yes, I think so. Fred Cameron. I believe Randy Lane introduced us yesterday. That's right. Surprised to hear from me? Not particularly. Should I be? <laughs> Come to think of it, I guess not, since you don't really know me. If you did, you might be uh, flattered. You don't say. <laughs> See, I, I wouldn't take the trouble to get in touch with just any gal. You're quite an exception. What am I supposed to do, give you a medal? <laughs> just come down and have a cocktail with me, and I'll consider my effort well justified. But I, I'm not dressed. I'll wait. Come along, Mr. Vaughn. You know, I'm really quite entertaining when I put my mind to it. Well, that's just one man's opinion. Suppose you give me a chance to prove it. Okay. I'll be down shortly. Fine, fine. I'm in the circus room. Ah, here you are. Hello, Mr. Cameron. Well, it took you exactly uh, 15 minutes. Well, that's a pretty good record. Oh, I'm used to dressing in a hurry. Oh? Yes, you see, in my line of work, you've got to make quick changes. Oh, that's right. Uh, you're a dancer, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do some dancing, singing, a little of everything. Hmm. Let's make it a point to drop in at this supper club of yours. So far, I've stayed away from it, except for the night it opened. I suppose you figure it's only small-town stuff. Not worth your trouble. Well, frankly, yes. But now that I've met you, I, I've changed my opinion. <laughs> well, maybe you'd better reserve your judgment. You might be disappointed. Oh, <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, by the way, I hope you like martinis. I took the liberty of ordering you one, and here it comes now. Oh, fine. Oh, thanks, Tom. Well, Mr. Vaughn, here's to a fortunate meeting and a happy association in the future. Hmm. The future. Don't you believe in it? Not until it arrives. <laughs> but it never does. By the time it's here, it's become the present. Exactly. That's why I don't believe in it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with your logic, Mr. Vaughn. I didn't think there was. Lady, I like your attitude. You do? You have a healthy confidence in yourself. Well, you're not exactly the shy type. Not at all. Although I'll confess I usually enjoy my own company better than anyone else's. As I told you yesterday, I seldom take the trouble even to come across the river to downtown Wakefield. What do you do with yourself all the time? Well, at present, I find just the business of living takes up most of it. I don't get you. Well, you see, I'm that unhappiest of all men. The last of a long line of spendthrifts. Oh. 
At one time, my family had quite an estate opposite David Bowman's place, across the river. And by the way, do you know David? Why, yes, we're good friends. Well, then, if you've ever been at his place, you must have seen mine. It's uh, directly opposite. I believe I've noticed it. There's a stone cottage quite near the river and a huge old house set back further. Oh, that's right. Oh. I grew up in that big house. Then, as I say, the family fortunes dwindled. And by the time I came back from overseas, nothing left but the cottage. That's where I'm living now. All alone? Oh, definitely. No housekeeper or anything? Well, that's what I started to say. Leading this bachelor existence of mine takes up a lot of my time. Spending for myself. Poor man. I guess there's only one solution for you. Oh, no, no, don't say it. In my vocabulary, matrimony is an ugly word. (laughs) Well, if that's the way you feel, I'm not going to waste any sympathy on you. (laughs) Go ahead and wash your own dishes. Well, comparatively, it's not so bad. Compared to what? Compared to losing my precious independence. Oh, you men with your eternal cry about being independent. Hmm? Notice you're not wearing a wedding ring, Mr. Vaughn. You're so observant. Well, what about it? Why haven't you signed a permanent contract with some fine, upstanding young man? <laughs> That's different. I'm a career woman. Oh, oh what a weak alibi, my dear. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> well, I guess it is a bad. I think we may be very much alike. Well, you haven't seen... Same conviction I have. Maybe. Don't you ever get lonesome, though? Living alone, you mean? Mm-hmm. No, well, if I do, I... Read a good book. Oh, that sounds dreadfully exciting. Besides, I don't need to worry anymore. You don't? Now that I found you. Look, Mr. Cameron. Oh, why don't you? Just call me Brett. These last names clutter up the conversation. Besides, I'd like to call you Lily. Okay. No, I like that name for you, Lily. Why? Oh, it denotes innocence, that sort of thing. And that's what you think of me? Oh, good Lord, no. That's why I'm so delighted. Your name implies just the sort of person you're not. It makes a nice contrast. Oh, it's not very complimentary. But I mean it to be. You know, I can't figure out what you're doing in Wakefield, Brett. What puzzles you? (laughs) You're the last sort of man I'd expect to find here. Worldly, sophisticated. And Wakefield's such a simple little town. I should think you'd want to live in a large city. Well, someday I shall. Besides, I didn't go up here, you know. I was away to college, and afterwards I spent several years in South America. Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? It was very exciting. Hardly what you might expect from the motion picture version. But it has a great deal of vitality and color just the same. Well, I may go back before long. If my... Plans materialize. Mm-hmm. You sound quite mysterious. Are they uh, plans you can discuss? <laughs> I'm afraid not. Now these plans of mine are definitely out, so far as light conversation goes. Oh, I see. <laughs> you remind me of characters I ran into when I was in Hollywood once. Mostly, they're afraid to talk about anything they're doing for fear somebody will swipe their ideas. I doubt if anyone would try to take this one over. Don't be too sure. If you've worked out a plan that'll help get you to South America, I might be tempted to use it for myself. Well, what? look who's here. Oh. Hello, Ben. Hello, Cameron. Can I uh, buy you a drink? Thanks. I'm just taking a shortcut to the coffee shop. I got tied up and I haven't had lunch yet. Uh, you've met Miss Devon, haven't you? I haven't had the pleasure. Uh, Lily, this is Ben Calvert, the tycoon of Wakefield. Ben, Lily Devon, Wakefield's loveliest. How do you do, Miss Devon? Hello. Heard a lot about you. And I've heard a lot about you, Mr. Calvert. 
I can imagine. Well, if you'll excuse me. Of course. Well, sorry you haven't time to join us, Ben. Thanks, just the same. Gosh. He gave me quite a shock. What makes you say that? Well, he doesn't look at all well. I've never met him formally, but I see him around town quite often. I, I've never seen a man change so much in such a short time. Remember the night the club opened? He looked ten years younger. Well, perhaps Ben has some secret worry that preys on his mind. <laughs> From what I've heard, he's pulled some pretty fast deals around town. Maybe his conscience is bothering him. I doubt it. Well, maybe it's his sins are catching up with him. <laughs> After that, I wouldn't be surprised if you were right. Actually, Brett Cameron knew very well why Jesse's husband looked so worn. He was glad, for it was all part of the plan he'd formulated. One through which he hoped to gain possession of Ben Calvert's wealth for himself. Then, with Ben's wife, Brett looked forward to a life of luxury without the necessity of working for it. But a great deal depended on Jesse's submission. Perhaps, he thought, he could use Lily Devon as a lever to force Jesse into line. Well, Brett, you may soon find out if Ben remembers to mention this encounter to Jesse. <laughs> 